When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. The Wisconsin Cattlemen's Winter Conference is back after a two-year hiatus, but it's going to look a little different than it did in 2020. The association is getting together for one day on February 11th in DeForest. Despite having a different time and place, you can still look forward to hearing from industry experts and networking with each other. President-elect Tressa Lacey, who starts her term in 2024, says this new format asks for less of producers' time. We didn't do it in 2021 um, because people were still not really gathering in large groups. And we had seen some other success with people doing a remote, but we thought that that was going to hinder our camaraderie, which is a large part of why we have Winter Conference in the first place is to bring our members together. So we opted to just focus on our summer tour. So we used to historically just have Winter Conference, and that was a one-time-per-year event that Cattlemen's would have. But we had added summer tour, and so we thought that that could go in place of, and then having in the summer, we could be gathering outside. And that's always the third week in June. Uh, So we did that for 2021, and then we also did that for 2022. But after having summer tour in 2022, we honestly just felt like we were still missing out on having that interaction And we thought it would be good to bring both events back and to offer both a February and a June event versus just having one. So folks, we'll be able to get together again February 11th at the DeForest Comfort Inn and Suites. Is that where it's been in the past? No, that's actually a new location for us. Usually it's um, at Chula Vista there in Wisconsin Dells. Um, But just due to wanting to try something a little bit different, um, typically it would be a two-day event. People would be encourage you to get um, a room there, um, but we always thought that it could be kind of challenging to ask producers to spend that much time away. And so moving to the DeForest location, um, we're looking at just having a Saturday day event, um, not asking anyone to have an overnight commitment. Anything else that's changed? I, I mean, I imagine the format must have changed a little bit since it's condensed down to just one day. Yes, it did. So previously, we would have some breakout sessions um, so people could choose to attend two or three um, of the breakouts that we had. So we don't have any breakouts um, for this year's winter conference. So it's all just going to be group assembly, um, having the same uh, presenters for everyone. Uh, We still are going to be offering some BQA certification. That is something that we've always had offered at our winter conference. Um, So that is still a constant, but the structure of the meetings prior to that are going to be a little bit different this year. Is there an overarching theme at all or a particular focus for this year's annual meeting? We try to be um, pretty diverse in our topics to try to um, pique someone's interest, even if it's just one of the presenters. You know, the last time you guys got together for the winter conference, again in 2020, so a couple years ago, how much has changed in the industry since that time? And do you remember what the topics were at all? Yeah, um, one of our presenters um, was talking about, you know, supply chain and securing supply chain, which little did we know how much that was going to become the hot topic in the next year or two. So we were a little bit ahead of the ball on that. Obviously, we were still having some um, direct marketing to consumers happening in Wisconsin. I think we have the highest number of independent butcherers in this state compared to other states. Um, But we still have an issue with having capacity for our producers to find some place for their animals to get processed. 
even though we have the highest number looking at like a per state. And so that's a little bit of what we're going to be talking about in this winter conference, um, because we're going to have some representatives from the Wisconsin Grocers Association and a restaurant association to talk about selling beef products to consumers and just understanding the role that beef products play and like the overall business model of both grocery stores and restaurants and the challenges of facing that in the industry as well. So I think that's going to be, it's going to tie in a little bit to the the presenter that we had from 2020, but it's going to continue that conversation based off of what we've seen in, in changes in the marketplace in the last two years. You're also going to touch on some of the legal and policy aspects. You're going to talk research, and then you're also going to talk about trends when it just when it comes to general supply and demand from a national perspective. You know, really great lineup. Can you talk a little bit more about uh, how you decided to cover the topics that you will this year? Absolutely. I mean, we try to think about what the producers in Wisconsin need or the information they need to be exposed to to be successful. Um, We have a lot of people who feed calves, but we also have a lot of people who are seed stock and cow-calf. And so um, with having Dr. Doran Thomas, the assistant professor um, of the Division of Animal Sciences at the University of Missouri, um, who I actually know from my time at University of Missouri, um, he's going to present on Basically, the production model that's found in most beef cow-calf operations in the U.S. And then discuss its lack of profitability, um, which I'm really intrigued to see what that looks like because hopefully that will, that will provide some insight to our producers on what they can do to change their model to be profitable. Um, because if we look at like, the number of cows that we have in the U.S. cow herd, it's shrinking you know, with significant inventory reductions. But how can we change our model that we are currently adopting and in generality um, and change that to be profitable? So that's something that we had in mind for our cow-calf guys. Let's not uh, overlook the fact that you're also a producer. Can you tell us more about your operation? I'm originally from Missouri. Um, I grew up on a backgrounding operation there. um, And then I found myself in Wisconsin about seven years ago. I don't have too many cattle. My husband and I just bought our first few pairs of Red Angus uh, two years ago, spring of 2020. So we're just raising beef to direct market to consumers. Um, that's what we're doing. Uh, but my parents my parents are the real reason that I'm even, even into beef. Uh, my husband didn't really come from a cattle background, but he was excited whenever he met me that uh, I was going to make sure that we own cattle. <laughs> You know, as a producer, is there a particular speaker that you are really looking forward to hearing that you may use on your own operation? I would have to say the Dutch Jordan Lamb, who is our Wisconsin Cattlemen's Association Legal Counsel. I mean, Jordan, that just goes to why I'm even in Cattlemen's in the first place. Um, not being a native to Wisconsin, but being passionate about the industry. I wanted to get involved and I wanted to be aware of what was going on on the legislative side that impacted my ability to run my business the way I wanted to and be a producer. And so that's where Jordan Lamb comes in for us because she not only informs us of the current topics, you know, that are being discussed in the legislation that we need to be prepared for, but also she's our advocate. She's constantly having those conversations and helping us have legislative progress at the Wisconsin Capitol. And keep in mind, there's more going on than just presentations. You know, as Tressa said, there's going to be an opportunity to get your beef quality assurance accreditation You'll also be getting an update from the National Cattlemen's Beef Association during the Cattlemen's Association business meeting. 
I want to ask you too, though, is there going to be time to network? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're not going to have, so typically in years past when we would have winter conference, we would have like an, an evening um, event. So we're not going to have, you know, a three-hour time slot to network, but there will certainly be time to network over our lunch period, um, but then also during our um, annual meeting because Cattlemen's is going to have their annual meeting and we'll provide those updates, like you said, from all of the chairs. So that's certainly the time to be networking with all of our members that are attending Winter Conference that day. And then how many folks do you expect to come to the annual meeting? Um, I'm planning on about 80 to 100 and you don't have to be a member to come to Winter Conference. And if you want to come as a sponsor or something like that, there's other ways that you can attend um, without having a membership. If you're passionate about raising beef, and that could be dairy beef as well, then I really encourage you to come to the Winter Conference and check out what Wisconsin Cattlemen is and what we're doing for producers in the state. As someone that's not originally from Wisconsin, I've really enjoyed interacting and getting to meet producers. It's helped me establish a network that I certainly did not have without Wisconsin Cattlemen. That's Wisconsin Cattlemen's Association's president-elect, Tressa Lacey. She'll start her presidential term in 2024. Again, the Wisconsin Cattlemen's getting together on February 11th in DeForest, Wisconsin at the DeForest Inn and Suites. You can register for the annual conference at wisconsincattlemen.com. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.